Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Justin live from B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast sponsored by Nationwide Payment Systems, hosted by this guy, the Steve Malkovich of payment processing himself, Alan Kopelman. And we'll be providing you educational information about payment processing, fintech, small business, and the technology they use in the world today. And in today's podcast, we'll be talking about If you own a business and how you need to be a salesperson, and if you're shy, can you still be a share salesperson? So right off top, man, how you doing today, sir? Doing good. Busy week. Busy week, yes. There's a lot, you know, so it's been busy. So it's been good and uh, everything's going along fine. Planning, making making secret plans on my for my daughter's birthday oh yes we'll not reveal them at this time but <laughs> once it happens then we'll put it out there but there it's gonna go. be fun and uh how are you doing today i'm doing all right all right cool I had a rough week. I uh, found out one of my friends passed away. Oh, I was sad. I remember. Yeah, it, ish, big ish, man. Rest in peace, bro. He was uh, my barber for, I don't man, 20 years. Too man. young. Um, yeah. So we love you, brother. You know what I mean? Uh, I hope your family's doing all right. Who's Steve Malkovich? I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> You know, I, I was waiting for him to say something. I was like, who is that? Yeah, no, I just made it him up. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we're going to. I think you should go through the 72 Dolphins. The Vern Den Herder of payment processing. <laughs> he was my favorite. I just like the name, Vern Den Herder. Yeah, I was waiting for him to catch it. I, I, I've never done that before. And I was like, let me just, I didn't have anything for today. So let me just. Throw you could the, go through the whole defense on the. On the 72 defense. We could do something like that. Yeah, Nick man. Bonacani. Other than that, man, this week has uh, been active. Uh, we've been finishing up a lot of stuff. Um, almost ready to launch a couple projects we've been working on. So that's cool. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. I've, every article. Real now, quick. What? My kids finally are all on the school bus. Nice. So, Yeah. Congratulations. Shout out to Broward County Public Schools. Cheers to you, mate. Yeah, that was a pain in the neck, dude. I mean, this isn't something to talk about on this podcast, but it's a little bit crazy. But all of a sudden, I see all these um, articles coming out from these companies about SEO. And then they're talking about SEO and, and changing and then artificial intelligence optimization for your website and 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 some other stuff about AI with having to do with websites. It's a little bit crazy. I don't even know if it's I mean, I could jump in. Yeah, I, I, I it's interesting. I mean, I, I've been there's a lot of people SEO is dead and this and that and web design is dead and digital marketing is dead and all this other stuff. Yeah, sure. Tell, show me. And, well, let's come back to this conversation in six months. Yeah, I'm just saying that's going to be interesting to see because all of a sudden I get these email, you know, I get hit up on every day on LinkedIn. Yeah, I know. I mean, but it's crazy because we've been people who really do SEO, like, you know what I mean? We've been optimizing 
for artificial intelligence in a sense for quite some time now. Of course, because Google's been using AI for years. Yeah, I mean, what is what do you think crawls? What the is web? predictive text? Yeah, AI. Okay, so when you, yeah, man, I mean, when so you're yeah, typing on your phone, it starts putting in words. Same right. thing when your email. So you so, know what I mean. So, so it's, it's like been out there. Yeah, it's definitely been out there. It's just kind of. I just La- think it, it's laughable to me. I just think it's funny because all of a sudden I get these emails and say, oh, instead of SEO, you should be doing AO. And I was like, what? I'm like, okay, artificial optimization instead of SEO. It just sounds like artificial optimization. I guess what, that's what the A stands for. doesn't say AI, AIO. Yeah, AIO or AO. That's what they call it. Artificial intelligence I think it's more of a, a sales tactic because now we're going to talk about sales 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 yeah man there's a lot into sales uh my you know like we said like if it you know real quick you know the social media guy was asking you know like you know do you, if you, you think if you're a shy person do you think uh that you could still run a business and you know and be a good salesperson and we alan and i both immediately said you're gonna have to break out of that mold Real yeah. quick. And I had to do that, you know, like when I had my, if you're a business owner, you're going to have to do it. When I had my first chef job where I was the chef of an entire hotel, you know, all of a sudden one day they call me They're like, oh, chef, you got to come in the catering office. And I go into the catering office, you know, my nice clean chef uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, they girls help me change your jacket. Right. The woman in the office. So I come down there and there's. People, you know, people in there, they're looking to book an event at the hotel. And, you know, all of a sudden, like, I didn't know what, you know, obviously she helped me a lot because she asked me questions. Oh, what could you do for this or for that? What kind of ideas did I have? You know, and then my boss was in there and afterwards he told me, he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, you're the chef. You got to be a sales guy, too. I was like, I didn't even know that was part of the job. (laughs) And uh, what helped me was I ended up, they paid, but they sent me to Dale Carnegie. Mm-hmm. And I went to Dale Carnegie. And that kind of, one thing you can always remember, this is the one thing I learned at Dale Carnegie that I take with me every single day. So I'm going to tell you what it is. And it's work for anybody. One of the things that they taught me is, is that I was the chef and I am the expert. Mm-hmm. in that department right i'm the chef and i'm the sh- expert chef right so when i talk to people that you have to use that in your authority so in this business i'm the credit card processing guy and i'm the expert right on credit card processing and justin is the expert on web stuff <laughs> everything to do with the web and digital marketing there you go and you have to whenever business you're going to go into if you're starting a business right you have to remember that you're the authority not you run the business not the employees running the business and you have to use use that your knowledge of what you're going to go business if you're going to sell cars hopefully you're a car expert you love cars right mm-hmm so you have to you have to put that in your mindset that you are the expert. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And that can help you get over your shyness, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, you have to be, you have to know what you're selling, right? Like, you know, you should be knowledgeable. You know, you should, you, you like you said, you're the expert of whether it's a product or a service. So you, you got to be able to sell yourself to why I should be using your service. Right. And when, and it's one of the definitely other definitely important. Yeah. One of the other things I learned when I was learning about sales, when I first started selling credit card processing, I would go out to businesses, walk in, talk to them and, I didn't know anything about sales. And then I started to learn, you know, one of the things I person I learned from was my stepdad. He sold insurance, mm -hmm. right? Jerry, he was, so he told me, he goes, when people buy, he goes, you have two types of buyers. First of all, everybody wants to buy because they need, you know, hopefully they need your service. So they're a buyer and one, there's two buyer personas, right? Visual, and audio, audible. So some people you're going to need to talk to, and some people you're going to need to give them a visual. Right. And, you know, so you have to be prepared for that when you're doing sales. Is that, you know, visually, you know, you have to be able to visual, you know, audit, aud you know, just explaining something, talking sometimes doesn't always work. So you got to figure out like how you can do, you know, do, do things like now we do. I remember before the pandemic, I would pull teeth with people to jump on a zoom. And I'd say, Oh, I'm going to share my screen and show you this software. They'd be like, what you can do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to email you this link and click on it. And then I would run them through a demo. Yeah. I remember when I first started my uh, <laughs> digital agency, trying to sell websites and, you know, going through business to business and how uh, I would like, I would basically almost change my whole pers persona, right? Like I would, uh, you know, go into this meeting and like, hey, how's it going? My name's Justin and nice to meet you. I look forward to being your digital marketing guy, blah, 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 right? Like, and then, and then not realizing like I'm not being my true self and, um, and that these companies that they found me, right? So they had already vested some time and they know who I was. Right. So like me being self-conscious of like, you know, my personality or my tattoos, the way I wear my hat, you know, I you know, just just my general look, right? Right. Um, I always felt like it was a disadvantage. So I was going there almost like with a chip on my shoulder to show them that, you know, this guy who looks like this, who, you know, a little rough around the edges, you know, unpolished, but he's still an expert at what he does. Right. Um, and so then I would go into that, you know, that meeting and I would fail because I wasn't being myself. Right. Like I wasn't being Justin. I wasn't being Jay. You know, I was, I was just, I was going in there like pretending to be something that I'm not and forgetting that one, I am the expert and two, they have already found me. They know what I look like. Right. They know who I am. You know, most people they're going to, you know, they're going to yeah, do they're their research. Google you. They're going to LinkedIn you. They're going to Facebook. They're right. going to look up. So, I mean, yeah. my point is, is like once I figured that out and was really able to become my, you know, full, you know, self maximum potential or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I, my, my confidence to sell my expertise 
was through the roof. Like when I came here and interviewed with you, right. I, I was extremely confident that I could get the project done because I knew everything that you had already had the, the foundation set. And so it was nothing for me to come in and clean it up because I have been working on WordPress websites and Divi websites for over a decade now. So it was, you know, my self-confidence at that point, you know, it's not, that's, it's easy to sell myself at this point. Right. right. So I, I'm saying that to all the people who are starting, you know, practice on your family and your friends, right? It's going to be awkward. They'll probably laugh at you, but you got to come into your own, you know, like come into your own self so that you, so that you, 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 you sound as confident as you want to be and then that you come across as knowledgeable and as much of an expert as you say you are. So one of the things, another thing I learned in business was this, the first time you meet somebody, that's the best they're ever going to look. Most of the time. So when you're going at, you know, if you're going out making sales, make sure you don't need to be wearing an expensive suit. You don't need to wear a suit and a tie. People have gone very casual polo shirts people can even show up like listen i go to conventions i came to this job interview in a milwaukee brewers baseball jury jersey and some crocs in a pair of army fatigues listen it showed some personality <laughs> i'm just saying like but that's how i go Creative. towards all of my things right exactly so like if i have to change myself right to sell my expertise then yeah, but you're you're in a creative business, so you can do that. You yeah. have to remember what kind of business. Well, you're that's in. true too. You can't you show to up be... to a, a corporate business, like even in web design, right? I'm not going to show up to a like say we have to go to a corporate office or something, and you're saying, "Hey, Justin, we got to go and do something." I even know that yeah, there's a time to clean up, right? Right. But like for a, a job interview or you're going, it, I mean, it depends on your niche, right? Your, your, your yeah, industry. But listen, we went to a convention, right? There was maybe four people. We counted less than 10 people that had on any kind of jacket and tie, right? And anybody that was wearing a jacket and tie was at least 70, right? I mean, give or take, you know, there are... There is a group of younger people who are really like trying to bring back that whole business attire stuff. But yes, what he's saying is right and exact. No one is going out to get fitted for a suit to wear to business conferences for three hours. Right. No one's doing that. Why would you even spend your money on that? Well, it's not just that, but I'm just saying like people are very, very casual. We saw owners you want to be of comfortable. We saw owners of companies. We saw a guy who owns a big company who was wearing shorts and, and a t-shirt. And flip flops. Right. Like that's, that's the type of guy I want to do business with. He's real. He's not impressing you. You know, like that's I, you know, like I'm not a huge fan of uh, Steve Jobs, but there's a lot of stuff that, you know, that he did that I really, I appreciate like his uh, simple, simplistic attire. way of looking Even at clothes. Mark Zuckerberg as a simple attire. Right. Exactly. Like I appreciate that type of stuff. You know, I'm, it's a, it's something that I'm working towards, right? Because I struggle with decision making. Okay, right. So it, that makes my morning even harder because you I read have to my decide. favorite one of my favorite books, the Five Second Rule. R yes, I know it's what a, that is. It's a good book. I've, I've definitely, I know the theory. Right. So my, yeah. so that was my first. You know, so be an expert. And what was the second thing I said? No, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> then the other thing. 
I learned in sales was, and this one is really good, under promise and over deliver. So the best, when you do that, the thing is, let's say I know I could get your, let's say you have a restaurant and you call me up and you say, hey, I need to get credit card processing right away or I have a retail store. I need a credit card machine. How fast can you get it to me? Listen, send me over the paperwork. Boom, boom, boom. If everything's in order, yeah, we can probably have it to you in a day or two. Oh, I really need it tomorrow. I'm going to try my best to do that. Mm -hmm. But you got to get me the stuff right away. Right. And then, so now I set the expectation. You deliver me the what I need. And I can deliver what on my end. So, you know, or if you tell somebody, oh, yeah, I can get that done in two to three business days and you get it done the next day, you look like a hero. If you tell them, oh, I can get it done the next day and then the person you need to do it out sick, out on a vacation. You look happened, like an asshat. Right. Then you didn't. You didn't deliver. You didn't do a good job. Now your reputation is already getting soured. Right. Your, your trust worthiness is is lacking, and your quality of work is not is lackluster. And so then like when you're you're already fighting uphill. Right. And then one of the other things, like I tell salespeople that come work for us, I say you're going to get questions thrown at you that you don't know the answer to. Yeah. You say. Said, I don't hey, have an answer for you right now, but I'll find out and I'll get back to you. Yeah, and you and if you're in front of them, you make a phone, you call or text me. Yeah. Because you're not you might not get another chance to be in front of that person. Or let's say they're on the phone with you and they're asking you a question. You say, Hey, my boss is in the other room in his office. Let me see if he's available. Hold on. Boom. And that way you get the question answered yeah, and, right away. And but Number one is don't bullshit your way through the answer. Like don't don't promise something that you know, or or just uh, try to get the job. Like I've done this before with website contracts. Like uh, somebody wants something that's you know like some sort of functionality, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. But I because I need the money. But then come to our, I'm doing the research. I'm trying to implement the functionality, and it's really becoming a pain in the ass, right? Yeah. And so now you're like. You're running through your budget. You, you're not going to make it the client happy because they won't have exactly what they want. Right. And so, I mean, that's a very good point. Don't ever, ever like overcompensate for the job. Right. Like don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't say, don't just, oh, yeah, oh yeah, we can do that. It's custom development, but we can get it done. Yeah. Don't and, do that. And then the cut, you do the install, like for a point of sale, then the customer is like, oh, well, what, what about this thing that I wanted? And then we're then all of a sudden there's no there's not even such a thing. There, there's no such thing. The development on it hasn't even been thought out. You know, don't promise people. Like I had a guy, they called What's the me, word overpromise. Well, no, it's just like don't if you're not sure that you can do something, don't tell people you can do it. Yeah, don't so take that job. You know, especially if it's a product and something <laughs> custom needs to be done to it. Maybe it can't be done or maybe it'll take six months. Well, I had a guy the other day, they go, and we've had this. I, I've gone to the ATM company a hundred times. Oh, when can we get these cash recyclers so we can put them in these adult nightclubs to dispense the $1 bills? And they just like, you know, and then, and they asked me, oh, can you find some people who want that? I found them a dozen people who want it, right? And they can't seem, you know, they're, they're just like dilly-dallying around. And it's, and in that industry, 
it's kind of a it's kind of a uh, it's kind of an issue because it's a nuisance for sure. Yeah, it's a nuisance for them because like people come in the club, then they want ones, so they have to go to the cashier the the cashier like at the front, or they have to go to the the uh, bartenders and go, oh, here's a twenty, give me twenty ones, and it's just taking it just away time from making so drinks. I get or it. the manager has to go to the office and go take you know. 100. I mean, it makes it hard to sell when they can't sell it, right? Right. So if they had a machine that would dispense the ones, the problem is the regular ATMs are not made to dispense like a hundred bills at one time. Right. Right. So it can't, it'll just get clogged up in the machine. So what but are some tips for some business owners to get their sales up? To get your sales up, be confident in your, the product that you're selling, be knowledgeable. You have to, you have to instill your knowledge into your employees and teach them like learn as you go, like I do with Justin. Sometimes he has to learn. You have to learn as you go, right? Let them listen to you, how you're pitching, right? How you're talking to the customers, how you're interacting with them. And then that's how they're, they're going to learn. But when you go start a business, that's one of the things a lot of people don't realize. You got to hit the ground, bro. You right. got to get out there. You got to shake hands kiss the babies feed yeah, you the gotta dogs, go out networking rescue cats from from trees fam like you have to get out of your country com comfort zone and really you know make room for the person that you want to grow into for right. sure like i said dale carnegie that's expensive you could join a bni group one of the things they do at bni is when they start the meeting they go around the the table or the room and everybody has to give a one minute commercial uh, even on a lineable, there's people that say, "Hey, practice your elevator pitch," and they do. Right. A, they do a. But like, I mean, a Zoom when meeting. it comes to sales, right? And you own your own business, like, and you, you're selling, like, what? I don't care what are like, for, if it's a a new towel, right? Right. You're selling towels, like you must. You have to be knowledgeable and confident to be like, all right, this has a twenty thousand thread thread count. It's Egyptian cotton that is uh, what's the, so soft, uh, sustainably sourced. It's in a green facility. You know, like you got to be the person you have to. I want you to know every single last detail right. that you can. Right. You, you and in that way, you don't even have to worry about your sales pitch because right. they're going to trust like, yo, this guy knows everything about. The, the materials, the textiles, the, the 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 fabrics, the way that it's being shipped, you know, when it, the, the types of whatever, like I would do business with you. So like when I book calls for people to talk to me, right. I'd schedule them for 15 minutes. But I know that if in the first two or three minutes, if I don't catch their attention, right, the call might not last 15 minutes. Sometimes a 15 minute call lasts an hour. Yes. Right, because they're interested in what um, you know, in in what I can do for them. Right. So the thing is, is that you have, when you're doing, you have to have an elevator pitch. You have to have a one minute pitch. What do you do? I we help businesses process credit cards, whatever you do in person, online, invoicing, B two B. This is what we do. We help. We work with a multitude of banks, so we can get just about any type of account approved. And now I told everybody what I do in less than a minute. You have to have that for your business. You have to have that 30 second to one minute commercial, you know, 
Agreed. What is what? What do you do, and what do, what are you selling? Like, oh, I repair Hondas. We have a special computer, and that computer, when we hook it up to your car, we know exactly what's wrong with it, and we have all the access to the Honda official parts and blah 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 blah, or whatever it is. Oh, right. I sell trees, and we have special bonsai trees. You know. I know you like bonsai tree, right? I can't wait to buy a bonsai tree, bro. You know, we have special bonsai trees, and it comes from here, and da 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 right? So, you you know, you have to know everything about your product. Whatever whatever that product is, oh, I'm make, you know, you're maybe you're selling ad specialties, you're selling T-shirts, you know, whatever it is. And then you have to give the person a reasonable expectation of when are they getting it, you know, the, the T-shirt thing is a great example because all of the younger generation are heavy in fashion right now. Right. Yeah, a lot of fashion. And businesses. when you guys are running up on me to buy your T-shirt, like you need to be explaining to me like, yo, this is 100% organic cotton, stonewashed, pre-dried, shrunk, whatever it may be, stone fire grilled. I don't care. Like you use specific ink that's only – out of a flower that's grown in East Africa. I want to know those things, right? right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you're just saying, yo, buy my t-shirt cause it looks cool. Nah, man, like sell me your t-shirt. Like you, let me know like the, you know, why you love it so much. Why do you love your brand? And I think that's what's going on with a lot of these, you know, like these small businesses and like the, the pop-up stuff is that they're in for it. They're not, they don't love the brand. They love, they love fashion, but they're not in love with what they're selling. Right. You know what I mean? And well, whatever I think, it is, you got to love I think that it. you really do. You need to be in love. You need to trust your yourself. And if you really love what your, you know, what your, what your, an ex, your expertise is, it's going to be no problem for you to sell it because you're going to be great at whatever it is you do. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You want to show people, oh, I'm knowledgeable. I love what I do. I love what I'm selling. I don't suck. Yeah, I don't suck. Yeah, because, you know, some people buy on price, too. So you got to know, like, how to price things. That, and that might not be your clientele. You know, like, right. not every person that you're selling to is your customer fit. You know, right. you know, so, like, you know, be aware of that, too. Like, you, all money isn't good money. I said that this morning. But never turn down a dollar. Know, know where the money's coming from. It's funny, like my son works at a store, PacSun, right? And they have that one brand, Essentials. Mm -hmm. So when they put it out, they get a drop. And literally, he has like a list of people on his phone. And he just texts them all. Right. Right. And he goes, you know, they only it's get gone a certain, in an hour. They only have a certain amount of T-shirts, shorts, pants, hoodies. The hoodies go really fast. So, you know, once you have that, that thing that people want, Right. Then, it, then it's, you know, you can do that. It sells itself. Yeah, it sells itself. But you got to build it up to where that's what you have, what people want. Oh, they like that style. They like the feeling of the material. You know, that's why people buy that stuff. I got what you need. Cause anyway, it was a good podcast, man. Yeah. So. Hey, don't be shy, dude. Learn about what you got going on and, and be out outside. Be confident, you know. Develop your one-minute pitch. Over Practice on your family and your friends, or even if it's you know somebody that you really don't know. It can really it, it helped me a lot. Yeah, 
under promise, over deliver. Don't leave people with questions. Don't tell them you're going to come back. Get the questions answered right away. My favorite quote is by my best friend in the world, Mike Tyson. Thank you, Mike. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So (laughs) it's a good one, man. Shout out to you guys. Peace out. Check us out on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Like, share, comment. Tell your friends and family that these guys are, they know what they're talking about. So peace out. Carpe diem.